Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So the gloves are off. The masks are off. We have hundreds of thousands of more people in the fight. We have hundreds of thousands of more people learning about civics who were listening to the hearings. And then we have many, many more people who went down to the hearings and testified. I want to thank you all, Teresa Einecker, Matthew Moss, uh, of course, the rock star Scott Bach, and so many other people that went down and uh, testified. But we got a clip. Uh, Avi sent this to us. Uh, Avi, who lost his permit in Middlesex County. Uh, Assemblyman Joe Danielson was doing um, like a town hall that was being taped on Twitter and we caught this clip and this ties right into my intro because the truth is, is, is available now. Everybody knows what it is that the Democratic Party, a.k.a. the Communist Party, uh, is they want they're coming after us, the law abiding citizens. And now we have it. And Scott Bach will be using this with Dan Schmutter. And as Evan Knappen says, in other words, this bill is specifically designed to violate the Constitution. It's people control, not gun control. So without further ado, let's play, Mr. I got an $87,000 no-show job in addition to my $45,000-year <laughs> assemblyman job because the governor promised me all of this shit, so I would sponsor this bill, but I can't even pronounce basic vowels or letters of the alphabet because I'm so retarded. So without further ado, Sandy, roll the tape. The last thing I want to say to people, and some of my own Democrats have committed to me, uh, commented to me, <laughs> this does nothing uh, to stop the illegal gun trade or the legal criminal, illegal uh, uh, possessions or criminal content. You're right. <laughs> this doesn't. <laughs> it was never supposed to address that. Oh. This is addressing the legal, law-abiding, responsible citizens. That's what it's designed to do. The last that, that's what it was designed to do. Imbecile. Is it any clearer? Yeah. Is, is it any clearer? Yeah. Now, see, they had to find the dumbest guy who would cut a deal because they knew he'd be getting a lot of pressure for this. It would, re, it would affect his re-election chances next year because I believe there's an underestimation in the Democrats now, even though, you know, they, they have a lock and a supermajority in the state, there's a lot more gun owners since Democrats. COVID yep. that are also Democrats. Yep. There's also a lot of gun owners that had an lot of gun owners that thought New Jersey was a hopeless case and with the Supreme Court ruling and carry permits starting to be issued they've got back into the game so yep. now all of a sudden they felt this freedom right mm -hmm. and what happened you're not allowed to have this freedom only criminals are allowed to carry guns because they are the second tier only police and protective details for us politicians are allowed to have guns we are the first tier. You, the third tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, forget it. We will violate the Constitution. And we know we're going to lose because they've heard it on both sides of the aisle that much of this is unconstitutional. But we're going to 
anyway because it's going to take time and money and we're going to wear you down. Well, what Joe Danielson, Phil Murphy, and everybody else is underestimating is the hundreds of thousands of more people that have applied for their FID card during these stupid hundreds of thousands of people that are applying for their carry permit, many getting socially active now on social media, many getting active with civics. So many people listened to the hearings the past two weeks, and they're pissed off. They they had never listened to the hearings that we have. And by the way, I made a decision to stay out of the hearings uh, because I was going to go down first thing. I was going to do good morning, comrades. And basically, my stuff was going to be insulting. And I guess you could call it clickbait. But I wanted to go down there and read them the riot act. And it was a, a decision was made, a consensus that we should have our, our 2A leaders uh, that go down there focus on the constitutionality of this and everything. And I, I could do I wanted to but I didn't want to do that I wanted to go down there and call them all jackasses and communists and whatever but but I got to tell you the people that went down there uh, you know Teresa Einacker and Matthew Moss and uh, uh, and Spock, Spock rock star status because he got it across so clear as a retired uh, auxiliary police captain as an NRA board member as the vice president of the ANGRPC as a lawyer as someone who is you know crawled to get all of these cases up to the Supreme He's so educated. It was hard for them to attack him. I would have turned it into a mud fest. Let's face it, right? Yeah. You know, I, I would have lowered it down to the lowest common denominator. Which I would have enjoyed. Uh, and you know what? There's going to be a time for me to do that, Sandy. Yes, there will be. But yes. right now, this wasn't mm-hmm. my time because this is very unconstitutional. And uh, it's it, it, it it's unbelievable. So Joe Danielson just came out and said, this bill was never intended for criminals. Right. This bill was intended right. for law-abiding citizens. Yep to control the law-abiding citizens because they need to be controlled because the criminals don't really care one one hoot about what happens as far as whatever laws they pass or don't pass, whatever constitution says. They're going to rob you. They're going to rape you. They're going to steal from you. They're going to harm you and harm your family, no matter what. So, you know, the Senate has tabled the bill and we don't know why, but now I just got an email from uh, John McConnell, and this came from one of our guys on our side, which is Kevin J. Rooney, and he wrote, Dear friends, thanks to the efforts of Republicans in the Assembly, the Speaker announced at yesterday's voting session that Bill A4769, also known as the Concealed Carry Restriction Bill, would be held and all discussion and voting would be suspended at this time. Word traveled quickly around the State House that due to the efforts put forth by my fellow Republicans and me in different committees and in communications with our Democratic colleagues across the aisle about our concerns regarding this bill, the sponsor was not able to convince 41 members of the Democratic Socialist Communist Caucus to vote yes. That's my words, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I figured As the bill moved through the committee process, I and my fellow Republican caucus members have voiced legitimate objections to the legislation in light of the Bruin decision by the Supreme Court of the United States and the way in which this bill punishes law-abiding gun owners. This delay in the bill's egregious overreach moving forward is a victory for lawful firearms owners and for common-sense gun legislation. I am proud that our efforts have caused our Democratic colleagues to think twice and hold the bill. The battle was won, but the war is far from over. We need your help to keep the pressure on. Let your voices be heard. Please contact all of your elected officials, which we are doing. 
Uh, and I'll tell you what, all of you out there using the ANJRPC alerts, using the CNJFO alerts, whatever vehicle you have, uh, John um, Howard on uh, on uh, New Jersey Firearms uh, Owner Syndicate, uh, sending out uh, letters for people, you know, like doing a, a, a boilerplate letter and all the email addresses, and J Factor with all the letters he's been going out to the judges and the prosecutors that are delaying the process. This unity and activism is key. Grassroots activism. You know, uh, Tip O'Neill, former Speaker of the House under President Reagan, said all politics is local. Yep, all politics it, is local. All politics is local, and, you know, it starts from the bottom and the base. And what all of you have been doing, and, you know, trying to keep it civil and keeping it professional, it, they're listening. Both sides are listening. Believe me, they feel the pressure, and they know this is going to come up because, listen, Danielson is a certifiable idiot. And now the way he's speaking and telling people it wasn't designed to fight crime. It wasn't designed to fight criminal. This is hard for them to swallow. Is 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 the bill going to disappear? No, it's going to come through. It'll be watered down a little more. But Scott Bach in his testimony, basically two days ago, said, "I can't wait to so we can win and we can sue you for legal fees." He goes, "This one is going to be a slam dunk for our association because it's so against the Bruin decision and the Constitution." And somebody up at the dais in the background says, "Well, we'll see about that." No. Themselves, but there's one article after another, and we're going to get into it. Gun control laws are falling, Sandy, at a dizzying pace all over the country. Yeah, all right, yeah, they are. And you know, it's interesting too because you know, in in my former uh, life, uh, we used to have a saying about the cascading effect of any particular action, whether it's a you know, whether it's an outbreak of a. a a disease or whatever or the response you have to it and the response typically has an effect and then it has a secondary cascading effect and then that um, effect has an additional cascading effect and so on and so forth and what we fail to sometimes realize is that concealed carry holders yes increase the uh, likelihood that hoodlums to use an old term, right? Um, that criminals would would back down and not be as flagrant as they are uh, toward them. They they feel safer. If you're a concealed carry holder, you may feel safer. But the whole public, the cascading effect of that is the public at large is much safer. And that's something that these clowns don't understand. And and by restricting their ability to uh, protect themselves and their family and other people and we've seen that every time there's active shooters and there's a concealed carry holder in the audience so to speak or in the area um, usually that concealed carry holder engages and typically brings down the assailant but then, and that makes everybody safer but 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 then we won't need our public masters to protect yeah, us is that what you're saying and i think that might be is the underlying that, is, cause is that what you're alluding to Sandy? i would never suggest anything of the nature hmm, if we could protect ourselves if we could feed ourselves yeah. if we could no that's not allowed and i go back to jimmy carter too when the, oh. when the nomenclature changed right he was the first one to call uh, the uh the, the ems and police and whatever the first responders yep 
And again, because it's purely based on socialism and the socialist mindset of the Democratic Party, which is always, we've always known that has been the case. It's all about the collective. So you have it played to where you don't have the obligation to respond. The, the, the first responders, they're the ones to come in minutes, hours, days now. Yes. So I've been saying this every week now, and I want to reiterate it again. Everybody in your circle needs to get a firearms ID card. Go yeah, on to the FAR absolutely. system. Yep. 18 years old and above, friends, family members, the holidays are coming, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate, I don't care, somebody's birthday, get them an FID card. Anyone who's thinking about it, A, you can tell them they should be doing it before the fees go up, B, they should be doing it anyway, and C, the first tier looks at those numbers i found that out from politicians they look at it all the time to see how many people in their voting district have firearms id cards sandy so and they whether get they buy numbers. a gun or not it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter i want to see we got to pump up those numbers yep we got to pump up those numbers we have now, to some, start doing the democrat playbook and the and the uh yes uh, sunstein playbook yes i want to uh, real quick um I want to talk about Dan Schmutter is looking for plaintiffs. I'm not going to use his email. I'll just say strikeforce at angrpc.org. Strikeforce at angrpc.org. Anybody in the medical profession, doctor, nurse, dentist, I don't care. If you work in a hospital or you work in a medical building and you have a carry permit, we need plaintiffs. Don't ask if you're going to be singled out. Don't ask if it's going to cost you any money. It's not. If not us... Who, if not now, when? We have to take a stand. We need plaintiffs, okay? We also need someone who has a carry permit and goes to the racetrack. We need someone who lives in an apartment, theirs or their parents, who has not applied for a pistol permit or FID card yet, okay? If you're going to apply, we need someone now who lives in an apartment, either their apartment or their parents' apartment, going Dan needs these plaintiffs. Please send him an email at Strikeforce. Introduce him yourself to him and say, Dan, I think I meet this criteria. What do you need? All you people that post, why aren't we suing yet? And I played the fourth grade video of how a bill becomes a law. <laughs> so the minute the minute Snaggletooth, by the way, it's his holiday now. The, the jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth oh, is yeah, uh, that's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Murphy's true. day. For Halloween, all he has to do is put a little Trump orange paint on his face. Pretty much. And he can go out as a, uh, as a jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth. And in true uh, totalitarian fashion in the state of New Jersey, all the good citizens of the land will be putting out a replica of the leader in charge. Yes. Make sure you when you carve your pumpkin with your kids, you do snaggletooth like Murphy yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. So Dan needs these plaintiffs because the minute Scott Buck wants to sue in federal court, the minute Murphy signs this bill into law. We cannot do that without plaintiffs attached to that lawsuit. Do you understand that, everybody? And the more plaintiffs we have, someone who lives in an apartment, someone who lives, that's, remember, we're still looking for someone who has a business whose office is in a government building. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be allowed to carry there either. Right. So if you're willing to be a plaintiff for anything, email 
strikeforce at anjrpc.org, and maybe Dan can figure out something for you. But we need people. Listen, your name is only going to be on it. You're not going to be dragged to court. You're not going to be singled out by your PD. You're not. That doesn't work that way. It's just names. The Bruin decisions named after the attorney general in New York at the time. Then nobody really kind of unless the whole another thing. But but you just never know. We need people out there. Please, just being on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok is not going to help. Yeah. Donating to all the organizations. Now, after hearing Scott Bach speak, all of you people, do you understand the importance of the state NRA? Do you understand the importance of having NRA board members in the state to represent us? Because we have the connections and we can talk to the people and we have the legal advice behind us and the professionalism behind us. It is so critical to support NRA, ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS, Second Amendment Foundation, and FPC. I'm telling you, all of these organizations you should be members of and take an extra $50 and buy somebody an FID card, please. Yep. Get yep. them their FID Great card. Great idea. Now, uh, Sandy stopped by today, by the way, but we're recording remotely. I threw him out because... <laughs> the studio. I'm renting it out under an Airbnb. It's nice, yeah. It's yeah, I got a nice. guy in there right now. I like to pull out bed. You know. Yeah, yeah. I got a guy nice. in the radio studio right now. He's here for another three nights, I think. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I like that little fridge you have in there for him too. That's yes. very nice. Nice touch. So here's a good update. As of today, all 21 counties in New Jersey are issuing carry permits. Somerset County wow. started signing off a massive trove amount of permits, no no, uh, no court appearance required. Uh, and Essex County uh, applicants have been getting phone calls that their permit was approved by the courts, no court appearance, and it was sent back to their police department. So by next week, Jay and a bunch of other people will be screaming they got their carry permits. I know a few counties like Warren County seem to have hit a hiccup and none are moving. I will tell you a lot of this is be behind the gargantuan efforts of strike force okay i can tell you right now the gargantuan efforts behind dan schmutter scott bach and all of you out there reporting this and 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 dan reaching out to prosecutors and clerks and judges and judges offices about being sued personally about being held uh civilly and criminally liable for adding additional things for violating uh applicants and citizens civil rights etc cetera, etc cetera. a lot of this falls on dan's efforts and all of our efforts behind him so again we're at this beautiful point where unity and activism comes in it's not just people sitting on their ass okay it's not just people sitting on their ass it's people all working together in concert not holding grudges not uh not talking back to each other and infighting right we haven't had any uh we haven't had any infighting to my knowledge right because look right. at this we have a common yeah. enemy right yep. now we have a common enemy. We all know what's going on. And I am so enthused by all of the new people that are into the fold. So many new people approaching me in the range. Oh, I just started listening to your show. I'm a new gun owner. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I am just so, so happy that we've gotten to this point. Let's keep this momentum up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not trash each other. Let's not go after each other. Let's continue to educate people. I know I put posts. I'm like, please, guys, leave me alone. The bill is not going to become a law on Thursday, blah, 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 blah. And then I post the fourth grade when a bill becomes a law thing. I like to have fun, too. 
Yeah, exactly. But, yes, but all the counties are issuing. Uh, so I want to talk about this. Sandy, this is a, the, the major issue in the country right now on both sides of the aisle of, the, of us, the third tier, is crime and inflation. Yep. And the, our public masters don't care about crime and inflation. They only care about the, the abortion issue and whatever in Ukraine, right? Whatever yeah, right, right. pet projects. So crime is so rampant in New York. Crime is so rampant in, in the cities, New Jersey, subways, everything. But again, our leaders are blind to it. Again, Joe Danielson just came out with it and said, you know, they don't care. When's the last time they passed a, a law that went after criminals? Repeat um, offenders. I don't think that. Well, they're just quite the opposite. It's the opposite. Bail the opposite, reform, yeah. revolving, mm-hmm. yep. uh, 80 strikes and maybe you're out. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so maybe maybe you go to you go to timeout. You don't get to you you, you got a liberal nut like Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, and he last Friday I read this article like ten times. He slammed progressives, alarmingly out of touch with voters' concerns about rising crime rates. The Morning Joe co-anchor targeted Democrats after the left-leaning network aired a segment with a focus group of Black voters in Philadelphia. The voters all crime as their biggest concern and express frustration that lawmakers haven't adequately addressed the crisis. Joe says, this is so jarring and we hear it everywhere. He goes, we hear it from Philadelphia to New York to San Francisco. Debate yesterday or a couple of days ago, the Democratic candidate said crime was higher per capita there than in New York and was laughed off the stage. But it ended up being true. He said, there's a massive wave it does fall on both parties, but when you have woke DAs in Philadelphia basically saying they don't have a crime problem, when you have cops quitting left and right because, you know, they're not going to risk their life so they can arrest people who are going to be out on the same day, Sparbo went on to argue that progressive policymakers were effectively telling their residents, don't believe your lying eyes despite the evidence of the mounting crime. Yeah. He goes, progressives on crime are extraordinarily clueless. He goes, it's maddening, and yet you see it in these uh, focus groups. It is so true. M- Mayor uh, Adams in New York said that the crime was a perception. <laughs> People getting pushed off subway platforms daily. Innocent yeah. bystanders yeah. getting shot. Mayor yeah. Lightfoot in Chicago, 40 people shot in one weekend. Right. Nobody in a city shit. that bans guns, pretty much. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. No, nobody nobody gives a shit. No, nobody okay? cares. Nobody cares. Again, you you you've said it time and time and time again about the three tiers of of of, of citizenry, and they don't care about us as long as they've got theirs. They've proven this over and over and over again. They've proven it throughout the world, uh, and you saw a little bit about what it's all about with two weeks to flatten the curve that lasted two (laughs) years. And once governments get that two weeks, they are never, and you give it to them, they will never, ever recall. They'll never recall themselves. They'll never back down. They'll never say anything. They want the power. It's it's truly... Unbelievable. I mean, I've been woke for how long now? I've woken up to this, you know, almost all my life. Yeah, I realized, exactly. you know, yeah. I, and 
there's people out there, there's good people that believe that our, we elect people to do the best for us, but in fact, we elect people who go on to do the best for them. Always. I mean, they go in paupers and leave <coughs> die millionaires. Uh, and, and you just watch. I mean, Friday, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, unfortunately, was yep. they broke into his home and bludgeoned him. With a uh, hammer. With a hammer. And uh, if they don't try to spin it that it was some lunatic right-wing nut job, it turns out to be a criminal. And uh, a criminal is a criminal is a criminal. I don't care what what stripes they wear. The guy's and, in his like mid to late eighties too. Yeah, Pelosi's exactly, husband, right? Exactly. You. I mean, this is a, that could have easily been murder. And and th- it is so bad. It's creeping out um, from the cities out into the uh, surrounding areas. I mean, the area I am, uh, I'm not in right now, but the area I've been staying in is right uh, in between uh, Greenville, South Carolina and Asheville, North Carolina. And you start to see the problems in Asheville, North Carolina bleeding over, but you don't seem to see the same problems in Greenville, South Carolina or Spartanburg, South Carolina, the two main cities there along the line that you do in um, Charlotte, and uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Atlanta, Georgia. And it's because they have very strong constitutional sheriffs who <coughs> just don't give a shit. You mean real politics. sheriffs? Real sheriffs okay. who just say, that shit's not happening here. And they stand behind everything that they do. They're tough, and a lot of people don't like them for their toughness, but they just take a zero stance on crime. They don't like them towards their toughness, but they like being able to go to sleep at night with their yeah. door unlocked. Or they don't have to have three exactly. ring cameras and five alarms and a driveway alarm. That's right. That's absolutely right. And people are courteous. and They treat one another with, with civility. And you don't see that here. I, it's just amazing. I, I happened to, uh, it was kind of interesting. I really wish I could have um, recorded it and I wish we had video. Um, my wife and I stopped at, um, stopped in to see her dad. Uh, and we were we went uh, to the uh, Garden State Plaza shopping. I've had to go pick up some shit, and Ugh, we were try to get in and out of there as much, quickly as possible. We were in there for no less than ten minutes, and the fire alarm went off. And it, it's you know the lights blinking, and the and the voice is coming from everywhere. Please evacuate. You know there's a fire emergency. In Anybody this part pay of the attention to it? Nobody paid a freaking. <laughs> People were sitting. I'm crying. People are sitting down eating <coughs> their sandwiches in the food court. It was unbelievable. A life going on. And I said to I said to Diane, it, this is why you can have an active shooter in a mall, and nobody nobody will know. They walk with their heads up their ass. They, they were literally walking around, staring into the screen of their phone, paying no mind whatsoever to the strobe lights and screaming alarms inside the mall. It's just... Yep. People, and, this is, and, and criminals love this, and they know that. They know human behavior. You know, it's, it's really, really incredible, but that's just human nature. Again, work all week, get my paycheck, get home, watch uh, Better Call Saul, and uh, order some takeout, and life is good. Meanwhile, that bologna slicing keeps going on, and yeah. our liberties keep yeah. disappearing with yep. it. You know, then we have hacks like this. Uh, oh, I just want, let's real quick, so all 21 counties are issuing 
it seems that Judge Caslow in Bergen County is kind of changing his tact now because oh. he's trying to trap people. Uh, you're getting called in even if you're being approved, like 20 people at a time. Uh, he's so, he's not, in. So, so he can't be uh, accused of singling people out. Yeah, so be careful, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't submit until he's gone. Um, as we, we talked about. But, you know, um, Adam Lesberg is like, you know, the majority of applicants that have been denied were denied because the judge made a subjective assessment of whether issuance of the permit or the, in the, was in the public interest. But in Bruin, it says that the permit framework must be based on objective criteria only and cannot be based on subjective assessment. You know, why is he allowed to do it? And this is this is all going to be overturned. Believe me, it's, it's going to be overturned. Can you imagine if this was any other right constitutional right it just replace second amendment with first amendment and imagine a judge imagine you walk into uh, your local um barnes and noble and want to buy a quran or want to buy a a bible or want to buy a a, a, a a some religious text and um uh, the judge you have to before you can buy that you have to submit yourself to a judge who will determine whether it is in the public interest for you to be able to exercise your view of religion or god if there is or isn't one and if it agrees with him and with his almighty power correct and then understand this is why we fought the king you know, this, this came from a Lance D, and it's interesting. He wrote, I wish once, rather than using the same tired, deceptive talking points, one of these politicians could honestly explain how in the era of defunding, if not abolishing altogether, law enforcement, cashless bail, selectively and disappropriately enforcing the law, if not outright embracing lawlessness, they can justify disarming law-abiding citizens who have gone through all of the expensive, difficult, and thorough application process, who've done the right thing, who've demonstrated proficiency and responsibility, and never forget, this is your right, not a privilege. Right. We are not the problem. We wish only to exercise our God-given right to self-preservation. Criminals face no consequences for their actions, but gun owners are the problem. They will keep their illegal guns and never forget those brave public servants have the benefit of armed security. They claim exercising our Second Amendment right runs contrary to their values. Murphy says ordinary people shouldn't have the ability to arm themselves in public. Ordinary people. Really, Phil? What an elitist a-hole. Their hypocrisy <laughs> literally makes me sick to my stomach. Trust me, this ownership. Never give up hope. We are winning. Stay in the fight. Every voice counts. God bless. Lance D. I agree 100%. Lance, 100%. It's, it's not just about guns. It's complete control. Absolutely. It's complete control. Absolutely. It's not you know, guns they want to control. It's us they want to control. We've been saying that as loud as we can for the past 13 years, 15, 40, was it 15 years now? It's, it's just ridiculous. But we've been saying that at the top of our lungs. And thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for sharing this show with everybody. It, we, we're, we're here. We're still here because of you. We've got the best audience in the business. P
period. You know, people post on forums and stuff. They ask a carry permit question or what's the process in Bergen County. Some, somebody will post, listen to Gunfire Radio 594. <laughs> Jay Factor, listen to Gunfire Radio 589. Like, every, like, I don't have time to explain it to you. Just listen to the yeah. show. Right, right. You know, like, we've been doing this for so long. Just listen to the show. It's not a, just a, it's an, not an hour of Anthony and Sandy bloviating. We're trying to get, for 13, 14 years, we're taping a show. For f- almost 600 shows already, right. we're trying to educate people. Every Get the word one. out, and they're free. It's an hour yep. of your time, Absolutely. and you will learn so much, like getting those firearms ID cards. You know, Murphy's first term, the Star Ledger, aka NJ.com, they removed the um, the option where you could leave comments on an article because they didn't like it because the majority of the comments yeah. were against the polar barrel, right? Yep. Okay, yep. so it's funny because this is under the guise. This came out the day after the committee hearings. And for you people that don't live in New Jersey or New York, this is what we're up against. So we all know that the media, it's just the fourth estate. It's just the, the, the propaganda arm of the politicians here, right? They're all one and the same. Let's face it. There's very few independent news outlets that do any real reporting anymore on the left and the right. It's all about clickbait, right? Uh, New York Times, the gray lady is guilty of it completely. The New York Times just had an article the other day that we need to censor Amy Coney Barrett in the Supreme Court to preserve freedom of speech. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable. So this is from the Star-Ledger editorial board. The Supreme Court put us all in a more dangerous place, expanding gun rights in a country where there are already 400 million firearms in circulation and severely restraining a state's ability to protect its people. The state don't protect its people anyway. The state only protects its criminals. Right. It's not the responsibility of the state to protect its people. It is, And again, we go right back to this. This was not the intent of the founding fathers to have the state so powerful that you have to run to mommy and daddy for protection. It was to diverse yourself from that tyranny of the king to say we can stand on our own two feet. And we were the first country ever in the history of the world to do that and the experiment unfortunately because of lack of participation in the process is dwindling maybe this will shake your ass up and get you to really realize what we may lose it is not just about guns it is about Total control. Control over your health, control over what you eat, what you don't eat, control what you over think. what you think, what you can say, and, 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 and forget the issue of guns. The guns, the Second Amendment, is there for one purpose, to protect and preserve the rest of the amendments and the rest of the Constitution. So... This goes on. It's funny. He goes, this is, this is the contempt they have. This is the editorial board, by the way. There's no name attached to who wrote the article. The so-called Bruin decision. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it called the Bruin decision? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. So there we go. We try to trivialize it, right? Oh, the so-called Bruin decision. Because somebody taught me a long time ago, words matter, right? Yep. Yeah, that would be you. The so-called <laughs> Bruin decision in July slammed states with strict gun laws like New Jersey, sending lawmakers scrambling to rewrite regulations that have been in place for decades. 
regulations that have made us one of the safest states for gun violence in the United States. Uh, talk to the people in Trenton about that. Talk to the people in Newark who can't even come out of their own homes. Talk to the people in Asbury Park who get uh, or Atlantic City or name any other city in the state. Talk to those people. So listen to this. But that's not the end of it, because that decision also made clear that a state can enact laws to protect communities from threats to public safety posed by gun violence. It's not a bright line, but we can at least contain the damage. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Equating gun violence, which is a a made-up bullshit term, with legal gun ownership, with gun owners, with legal people, just people, citizens, who just happen to hold a, 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 a tool to help them in saving their lives, right? Like a fire extinguisher. Mm. But so, to equate that, right, with gun violence. Yeah. We applaud the legislature and the Murphy administration for devising a new set of regulations that are fair, balanced, and tailored to withstand oh. constitutional scrutiny what, what? while dealing with the th- gun owners that have already applied for a permit. They're not all 300,000 new gun owners, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of them already had guns for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. And Let's with all pl- these guns everywhere... Uh, I don't see any bodies piled up in the streets. Do you? No, no. But here's here's how they, they conflate the two together. Let's pause here to consider that bursting pipeline of applicants and allow the math to guide our next steps. Imagine the consequences of another 15,000 guns in each New Jersey county. Imagine thousands more in high-crime cities like Patterson, Newark, and Trenton. These are vetted, trained Background checked, <laughs> law abiding citizens editorial board. Imagine 15,000 new police officers, is what it should say. Imagine 15,000 new people who are watching out and protecting themselves and their neighbors. Imagine that. What would that do to the criminal mind in the area? Would it make them more uh, uh, likely to attack an unknown home, to break into an unknown home? Or would it make them less likely? I don't know. But then we wouldn't need Joe Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. Right. Next paragraph. That's why this reform package may be the most important gun safety measure drafted (laughs) in our lifetimes. God, Wait, hyperbole. And, and, and the authors have done a stellar job threading the needle on protecting citizens while upholding the new right to carry a concealed gun. They've done this by proposing measures to ensure that gun owners are responsible, lawful, and properly trained while putting reasonable limits on where they can carry. Yeah, we can carry <laughs> nowhere. Limits. <laughs> Sandy, they could not kiss the politicians' asses anymore, could they? Because then they won't be invited to those dinner parties or those fundraisers or those balls, right? The the, the charity balls, all right? So then they wrote, I love this part. The NRA and other gun rights organizations will undoubtedly challenge the list of 25 sensitive places where firearms cannot be taken under this bill. A common sense provision that turns schools, government buildings, bars, stadiums, casinos, energy plants, daycare centers, and (laughs) public places into gun-free zones. They will also object to the very rational standards for background checks. We have that already. They wrote, such is the requirement for four non-family characters. We have it with three now. It's already three. 
Okay, yeah, how many it's already more three. Do we need character, a character again. Replace the Second Amendment with the First Amendment. Imagine needing a character reference to be able to go out and buy a Bible. Here's another one. And then they will also challenge the new standards for licensing, which includes an increased fee of $200 and the requirement of liability insurance, what they will call onerous. Well, and insurance for gun owners, calling it murder insurance. So there, no one even has insurance. I can talk about that after the break. But the, inf- the increased fee of $200, talk about classism. Talk about preventing lower-income people. Well, what do our politicians care? Because they have unlimited budgets. They all have state or federal credit cards. They all have two or three jobs, most of <laughs> right, them no-show. Right. Quadruple so dippers. They can, yeah. yeah, they can do whatever the hell they want. They don't right. feel the economy. They don't feel the recession. Right. They don't understand what, you know, when it boils down to a, you know, a pack of chicken wings and a loaf of bread being beyond the uh, reach of uh, the average person. Uh, Let's just see what the streets of, uh, of New Jersey, the safe streets of New Jersey look like without the gun owners there. Correct. Well, Correct. you know what? Speaking of break, why don't we just go ahead and take care of our uh, housekeeping? Right. And yes. There we go. So what do you got? I'm aggravated now. Okay, Marty's Eatburger, <laughs> My boxing trainer, Herman Martinez from Legacy Boxing, he went to the city last week and he had one of Marty's V-Burgers. He said, deadly. Check out Marty's Eatburger.com. Also, if you live in New York, ladies and gentlemen, you own any weapons, NYTACdefense.com, NewYorkTACdefense.com. It is a legal defense fee for $35 a month. Mention Gun for Hire and get 10% off your monthly fee. If you live in the 49 other states, you need U.S. Law Shield. USLawShield.com. Use Gun for Hire, one word, for a 10% discount. You'd be amazed how many people come in here and ask me, I hear about this gun insurance. What can I do and I give them the US Law Shield brochure. I'm like, don't you listen to Gunfire Radio? No. Start listening. Mm. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available on Amazon, Kindle, and the Gun for Hire Pro Shop here. Do not forget the Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com. Over 360 Pro 2A businesses, products, or services. My doctor, optimalhealthwellnessnj.com. Concierge medicine, Dr. Joe Sambatero. Last Friday night, I was eating in Bella Luce on Franklin Avenue in Nutley, my wife and I, and I'm down to 235 pounds. I'm trying to get to 220. And Dr. Joe Sampatero tells me to focus on proteins. I said, the L with it, they had rigatoni with crumpled sauce <laughs> and a fresh marinara sauce with cherry pepper, Sandy. Oh, that sounds great. Tracy and I were sitting at the end of the bar right by the door. The waiter dropped my rigatoni and Dr. Joe and his girlfriend, Megan, walked in. That's <laughs> perfect. Perfect timing. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> First thing he says to me, they don't have any proteins on the menu? <laughs> They're then sausage he sh- then, he showed, then he showed me the... Uh, he showed me the Branzino and the salmon and the chicken menu. Oh, good okay. for that's nice. It's good. Why would, yeah, but why thanks. would we? Why would we go to an Italian <laughs> restaurant? And, yes, and eat Branzino. Yeah, Optimal Health Wellness NJ Concierge Medicine for a few hundred dollars a month. I mean, I text. I get an answer. I call them. I get an answer. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club. And I Lake have to Island, add. Really, what? I just have to add. Uh, you know, I have to plug the colleague because. Not just an answer. You get a good answer. And you, you get yes. an answer from a caring, compassionate physician. 
not not just a you know a, a dock in the box on the corner. Uh, it is it, it is a different animal to, to try concierge yep. medicine. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, but you uh, better hurry because he books up and it's done. Once he hits his number, he's closed, and you go it. on a waiting list. That's right. Uh, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret is looking for junior rifle members, 12 to 18 years old, lakeis.org. Island Rifle and Pistol Club. Dan Schmutter is looking for plaintiffs, adults whose kids are in rifle teams who have to use guns, which will be illegal to transfer under this legislation. Get Dan Schmutter some plaintiffs, please. Uh, Zen Float Center, Sharon Decker on Park Avenue in Scotch Plains, zenfloatcenter.com. Support those who support you. Tomorrow we're having the final two drawings on the 30th anniversary of Gun for Hire. The final two drawings is one of my employees is going to win a mystery gun. One of my 120 employees, all their names are going to be entered. One of them is going to win a mystery gun. And I'm giving away the final, the sixth and final gun for the month of October, 30th anniversary celebration, which is a Colt Python. I also like to take a side note. Uh, last week, uh, peacefully in his sleep, Matt's father, 87 years old, and, uh, you know, um, he'll he'll be missed. Matt is very lucky that he, he got to spend so many years with his dad. That was a great guy. I was in Matt's wedding party a thousand and a half, and uh, you know, just a phenomenal guy. So uh, my condolences and everybody's here's condolences. Uh, he was a good man. So I just wanted to get that out there for all of you. And uh, let me see what else do I have, Sandy? Because I'm not sure I'm talking to you anymore. Okay. Should I still? That, be that'll make to a you? tough show then. Ah, I hate when that happens. So sometimes I get a brain freeze, you know. So I got some other articles here. Oh, wait a minute. Since we're talking about Halloween, by the way, yeah. uh, our favorite pumpkin head, Senator <laughs> Rob De Menendez. Oh, oh, man, that's true. Is yeah. under in DOJ investigation for corruption again. Wow, no. Say it's not so. Yeah. Now, we all know nothing not, will not, not happen. Not pedophilia or anything like that. I, though, right? We don't, don't know yet. So. Oh, no, we don't no. know yet. This was the last time he faced a 14-count indictment that included several counts of bribery and honest services fraud but a jury and accepting improper gifts but a jury deadlocked on the charges of course uh, of leading course to a mistrial and of course prosecutors declined to bring charges a second time but a jury all named menendez <laughs> of course but all of a sudden he's on uh, federal uh, investigation again oh, we oh. all know nothing's going to happen no, you know trick not. or treat it's a it's going to be a treat yeah. for him it's a, just a trick for us because the the Washington bureaucrats will not let one of their own fall for no. any reason, oh, you know, and the media will make sure they prop him up, you know, whether he went to the DR with the, you know, young girls or whatever, no, no, with that I eye surgeon, Melgin so. or whatever, whatever yeah. it may be. There was all kinds of um, stuff that was uh, put out there about him. But listen, it, this is New Jersey, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> exactly. uh, I, I, I mean, seriously. Enough said, right? <laughs> seriously. So here's a good article from The Hill that New Jersey should should take note of. Gun control laws are falling at a dizzying pace 
after the Bruin, or excuse me, after the so-called Bruin so ruling. Bruin ruling. Okay. How is that? After the immediate aftermath, these are cases that were, a lot of cases were vacated and remanded back down, but these are other cases that were in lower court pipelines, district courts, appellate court. They're, they're all, after that 53-page ruling came out, we're watching, you know, churches can't be sensitive places in New York anymore. You know, Governor Hochschul. By the way, Governor Hochschul, who was debating Lee Zeldin for the governor of New York, mm-hmm. Lee Zeldin, during the debate, kept hammering her about the crime issues in New York. And she said to him, why is this such a big issue for you? Oh, my God. So how? what does that tell you about an out-of-touch politician? Wow. It's the number two or number one issue for almost all of her constituents. Yep. That and the economy, stupid. Yeah, that's number two. They're, the two of them go back and forth, okay? Yeah. So, and they're interlinked. Yeah, so that might have been the quote that sealed the deal for Hochschul le- losing to Lee Zeldin in New York. We might have a Republican uh, governor in New York, first time in a long time. I think Pataki was the last one we had. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, after the we have another article from Town Hall, which is saying that, you know, may issue states, carry states are gone constitutional, justifiable need provisions have been falling left and right, but we're getting more and more cases. Remember we talked about that case that came out of Pepperdine yeah. uh, last week and stuff. More and more cases seem to be falling after the Bruin ruling. And listen, Scott Box said it last week, it's not beneath the Supreme Court to step in with a couple of cases from New York, New Jersey, maybe a twister will come out of Massachusetts or Maryland, you know, these states are California. These states don't want to uh, to come around. You know, we have the mag ban. We have the assault weapons ban. We have the firearms ID card scheme. These cases are moving. They're moving slowly, but they're moving. And now that we have the 53-page Bruin decision behind us, it, it's a whole new horizon. So, again, New Jersey, yeah, we're going to pass this law. We know 99% of it won't hold up, but we're going to wear you down till you're dead because we can. Yeah. Right, they're going to wear us down till they're till we're dead. I got some letters. I got some good, bad, and ugly. Let me see. Please don't forget Dan Schmutter's looking for plaintiffs. Okay, just email strikeforce at angrpc.org. Hi, Anthony. This is Rich P. I have contacted the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance investigator. Uh, I promise not to divulge his number. He verified that we are, there are currently no companies providing firearms liability insurance to the residents of New Jersey. It has to do with something called a, a, a complicated definition of surplus lines insurers. Not having a New Jersey office, not being licensed in the state of New Jersey, and providing coverage that could be considered medical benefits. He said that could change. However, he does not know of any changes that are in the works. We all know this. Murphy, this is clickbait for Murphy. He banned all kinds of insurance. USCCA and all of these other companies offered some type of insurance for gun owners, and it was taken away from us under an executive order. So now he gets the legislators to write gun insurance in there. We all know Danielson didn't write the bill. Daniel Danielson can't, can't pay for a, a menu, <laughs> a, a restaurant, when he goes to pay McDonald's or something. Somebody's got to teach him had a they say tap the card so he taps it on his plate on his head or something you know he's not taping it on the, tapping it on a credit card reader he's a functioning illiterate he's a mental midget right yeah, that's true. so so murphy's team wrote that let's face it and they handed it to him and said here go do this and he went eh, me good me do this me get no show job eighty seven thousand dollars a year me get other committee appointments mm, danielson good law-abiding citizens bad and then he peed his diaper Allegedly. 
allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> so Joshua, the landscaper, I'm reading this, but it's late for you. He goes, some speculation re- uh, floating around about Somerset County beginning to process permits. Eh, they're processing permits now. Josh, I expect an email from you and a 5,000-word written apology, but they are, st- <laughs> they are starting to, to issue them. James L., I'm definitely willing to be listed as my name as a plaintiff. I've been to your range a few times, and I wanted to talk to you, but I haven't seen you. He goes, I want to do this. Anything you can use me for to help stop the tyranny, I am all in. James L., I know who you are anyway. You're the man. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Excuse me. This is from Sean. You remember Sean. Uh, Sean M. Hey, Anthony and Mr. Taylor Ham Sandy. <laughs> I left New York, New Jersey six years ago. I have a Utah non-resident permit from Gun for Hire when I first moved to Florida. I now live in Kentucky, and I have a state permit here. I wanted to share with everyone that all the things being discussed on every Gun for Hire radio show now are the same things that were taught to me in my Utah class at Gun for Hire in Belleville. Practice carrying around the house. Have multiple holsters. Practice drawing from each one till you can do it from any position. Practice, practice, safety, safety. I remember being told to secure and store my firearm safely in my vehicle. To quote Anthony, people will spend $500 to $1,000 on a gun, but not $100 on a safe. I have seen this over and over again. I have a safe just like the one mentioned on a bunch of podcasts. Fits under the seat perfectly with a steel cable. I am happy to hear of the increase in activism and hope all listeners realize and start to listen um, to you and what you have said every episode on Gun For Hire Radio over the years. What a difference an email to a public official does make in the South. They take it very seriously. I was shocked how aggressive the response was, even the littlest things that I call out our mayor for, which that's activism. That's grassroots activism, okay? Keep fighting New Jersey. I make donations and I stay informed. Get your rights back and the security for yourself and your family. You can beat those communist bastards. Just be patient and determined. Love my Jersey people. Stay safe. Sean M. Sean, love you. I hope mom is doing well. The last time he was here, he brought mom in. We hung out for a little bit. She's a real, she's a pistol. This is from Rich. I attended last week's Friends of the NRA dinner in Hunterton County, second year in a row. In keeping with the each one reach one motto, I brought a friend to the dinner, the same friend that I finally convinced earlier this year to apply for his, and receive his FID card. We had a great time socializing with the others who were also passionate about the 2A movement. While I didn't win the Kitchen Essentials gift basket raffle, I would like to thank you for donating the Keltec uh, KS7 that I won during a silent auction. I'll be picking her up tomorrow morning right after I finish my pork roll and cheese breakfast. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> it's Taylor Ham Rich, and yes, I donated that Keltec baby because support those who support you. Each one reach one. I put my money where my mouth is. I donate wherever I have to. I uh, help with the cause any any group civic group or anything kids coming in to train free Eddie Eagle classes whatever we need to do to change the way we're perceived to change the dialogue that's part of my job that's why I say all the time each one reach one I don't mind having a target on my back I think it's funny uh, this is another one Sandy I'm picking up something is that a plane going over your house no, that's fine. That's fine. this is almost as bad as the Scott Bach fan we have to get Scott's. You have to be kind. Scott's got his Commodore 64 out, and you know it's. <laughs> it just passed. 
Okay. Yes, it Hi, did. Hi, Anthony. It's landing at Newark Airport, I guess. I want to thank you for your personal commitment and vigilance in advocating for our constitutional right to bear arms in New Jersey. You're an inspiration to all of us. I'm a fairly new listener to your weekly show and now listen to it religiously. I've donated to all the 2A causes you mentioned, and my membership to U.S. Law Shield has already paid for itself. Hmm. I also recently joined as a member of Gun for Hire range, switching from a competing range in New Jersey, switching from a different range. I have no competition, John, but thank you. But I didn't join like those other pork roll-loving moochers that only want a CCW. I had already applied prior to joining Gun for Hire. I joined to add my voice to yours and participate in the fight for our freedoms. I just completed mailing to 120 legislators about Bill A469, thanks to CNJFO. Keep up the good work. John K. P.S. Every Sunday for the past 20 years, I've been buying bagels and Taylor ham for my family, fresh from our local shop. John, it's Taylor ham. You're still, you're not banned from the range. You're still allowed here. <laughs> All right. A couple of things. This is important, Sandy, for, especially for learning. So Josh, the landscaper, I, uh, he goes, I wanted to mention how important the potential law uh, duty to inform is. I think it would be a good idea to have a quick segment on the proper way to handle any form of interaction with law enforcement while carrying a firearm should go. Of course, it's all new to us citizens and how to handle it, so maybe shining some light on that tap- topic would be helpful to avoid any confusion and uh, keep everyone safe. So, Josh, I already told Josh, I covered this, remember, Sandy, on previous episodes, yep. but I'll cover it again since he's not paying attention, and now I want to thousand word essay in cursive <laughs> maybe a quill pen josh maybe a quill maybe. pen by the way josh lives in somerset county he changed his membership from another range to gun for hire because of my advocacy support pricing of the guns in the range and uh the way my range staff handles people how nice is that so, uh, listen, New Jersey right now is not a duty to inform state. The legislation added duty to inform. But right now there is no duty to inform. The legislation says that when you're pulled over by a cop, you have to hand them your driver's license, registration, insurance card, and your firearms ID card. I mean, your, your carry permit. You have to tell the cop you have a carry permit. And then there was a provision in there that they said was going to be removed because you have to hand the gun to the cop so he could clear it. Oh my god. Yeah, that was that was in the bill, by the way. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly what go could wrong? Possibly go As he's standing out there on These are lawmakers. with with trucks. This was written by a pilot clear. who couldn't get a license. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but his sister has one. Look, his, I got the takeoff down pat. It's that landing thing <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. But his sister got a license, so. So, Josh. Maybe his sister should write the bill. Hopefully, by the time you hear the show, you will have gotten the call that your carry permit is ready for pickup. So you're a landscaper. You got your business. You got your truck. Your gun is on. You get pulled over by a police officer. Shut the truck off. Keys off the ignition. Hazard lights on. All four windows down. Radio down. If you're smoking a cigarette or cigar, die the damn thing out. Hands are on the steering wheel. The officer comes up to the driver's side or passenger side of the car. Hello, officer. How are you? Officer says, I'm fine. License, registration, insurance card. No problem. Officer, my wallet's in my hip pocket. My registration, insurance card is in my glove box or it's in the Ziploc bag under the mat on my back seat, which is where mine is because I wrote crime proof. You would know why it's there. Uh, (laughs) So the cop, you say, I'm just waiting your direction, officer. So he might say, reach back and take your wallet out, open the glove box door, follow his instructions. You do not have any duty to inform that officer. He goes back to his truck. He comes back. He gives you a warning verbally, written, or he gives you a ticket. 
you take it, you drive off, you have a nice day. There was no interaction. If the officer was to say any weapons in the car or firearms in a car, your hands are still on the steering wheel and you say, yes, officer, I am a licensed carry holder in the state of New Jersey and my firearm is on me. What would you like me to do? That's all. You wait for further action. Your hands yep. are on the wheel. What could go wrong? Nothing at that point, okay, if it's asked. But if it's not asked. Now, what I would do is, if I was pulled over and we went through that whole thing, and maybe you had a couple of drinks where you shouldn't have, and you're carrying a gun now, you're going to be in big trouble. If that cop asked you to step out of the car, while my hands were still on the wheel, I would alert that officer that I have a carry permit and my firearm is on me and I would ask for further instruction, okay, for his safety and your safety. I wouldn't use the term for your safety or my safety. I would say, officer, I know you want me to step out of the car. I just want to inform you that I have my carry permit and my carry gun is on me, so I await your further instruction. Now, if I was an officer, I'd kind of step back and pivot a little bit, and I'd say, okay, keep your hands on the wheel. I would be opening the door as a cop, and I'd say, keep your hands where I can see them, and I would have you step out and follow the directions from there. Okay, they want to keep it low tone, keep it nice, keep your firearms uh, carry permit close to your registration insurance card, but there's no reason to hand it to a police officer. That bill has not been signed into law. We do not have final copy on that. So please stay away from the Internet misinformation. Listen to Gun for Hire radio. Get it straight here. Listen to gun lawyer Evan Nippen. Get the legal aspect from there. So here's another one. This is from a Pete. It's all the only name I can give. We've talked about this a million times. I get questions weekly if I have a medical marijuana card or if I have a recreational marijuana card. Can I also carry a gun? Can I also get an FID card? Under federal law, under 4473, it doesn't matter if your local or town law says that marijuana is legal for medicinal or recreational purposes. It is still a felony to possess a firearm and have a dispensary card. But this is what I want you to hear from somebody who I just call Pete. Hello, Anthony. On your recent show, I heard you and Sandy discuss weed dispensaries, so I decided to reach out to you regarding the matter. matter. I currently work at one, and in case you did not know it, every one that is a recreational and adult user must prevent a valid or international licensed passport book or a passport card for validation on a reading device. That means they scan it. I think that most of the recreational users are not aware that their credentials are scanned and downloaded onto a database. The location and use of that database is unknown to security. We were instructed to inform the public that the credential validation process is necessary to ensure that the document is valid and that the person is 21 years of age or older. I just wanted you to know because those of us in the 2A community who are recreational users might not be aware of this and that it may be used against them during the application process. If you decide to disseminate this info, please keep it generic and please do not use my name or the specific. I did not. Uh, all right, I did not. But listen to me. This is this is in, this is very important to know this. All right, I did not know this. I'd never been to a dispensary. Dispensary. So, please, you can't have both at this point. Until the right. big tobacco companies buy all the marijuana companies and it becomes a mainstream thing like Marlboro or Newports or Cool Miles, there is not going to be federal legislation signed into law to make it legal to be able to smoke weed or edibles or whatever it is that helps you, whether it's medicinal or recreational. I'm sorry to inform you right now. I get this question all of the time. 
but this is very, very important for all of our listeners out there to understand and know that because one of these days, someone's going to take that database and they're going to do a cross-reference on it, aren't they? Yeah. And, and, and when they, it may be uh, after you have uh, had some other violation. And or, now or you an are incident. a now you are a felon. Yeah. Okay. There is yeah. no getting around that. You are one hundred percent a felon. So let's read the. I'm going to read it one more time. This is on the forty four seventy three. It's question number twenty one, letter lowercase e. Are you an unlawful user of or addicted to? marijuana or any depressant stimulant narcotic or any other controlled substance yes or no then there's block letter warning the use or possession of marijuana remains unlawful under federal law regardless of whether it has been legalized or decriminalized for medicinal or recreational purposes in the state where you reside you will be tried under you will be charged under lying on a federal form 4473 they will seize your guns they will seize your FID card they will seize your carry permit you will be charged with multiple felonies if at times they do that if they come to your house and you have an 11 round magazine in New Jersey if you have an out the front knife in New Jersey if you have an auto knife that you bought in Pennsylvania or Oklahoma on vacation in 1986 you will also be arrested and charged with other felonies if you do not believe me ask criminal defense attorneys like Adam Lussberg Frank Pisano II and Evan Knappen Ask them about how many people come into their place who yep. previously were a crystal clear law-abiding citizen. Now they're facing losing everything because of this. All right, so you're lying on that federal form. So please, ladies and gentlemen, please don't lie on that 4473. We know now that the dispensaries are—it's going in a database somewhere. I don't know where that database is. Anybody out there who works in the marijuana industry, medicinal, recreational, if you could shed any more light on this, I would love to know what's going on. Listen, and I feel for you. I get vets that come in, Sandy, and you're going to talk about equine therapy in a little bit. I get vets that come in, and they they, they use medicinal or edibles or whatever for post-traumatic stress disorder, and it was the one thing that helped them. And unbeknownst to them, you know, they own guns for the past 30 years. Yeah, absolutely. And I, someday someone's going to focus on this and go, hmm, I never thought about this. We could just merge this database with that database, and we can go out and arrest 27,000 people in one morning. Or we can send them all a letter, turn in your shit. Great way, another way to confiscate. Another way to scare the third tier to not apply. Just like it's a stigma to have any kind of mental health problem or issue in this country, and especially a state like New Jersey, because it's a disqualifier, because there is no avenue for to get help unless you go on QuarantineCrawl.com and find a 2A sympathetic uh, attorney like Optoff or, uh, or uh, Pirelli who will hear your case, because if you go for help, if you're going through a divorce and you're feeling stressed out, or the economy or the 24 hours news cycle is giving you the panic attacks, you have to make a decision. Do I keep my guns or do I go get mental health? Yeah, that's how sad it is. It's it and they, it's on purpose. 
Yes, it is. It's, it's on purpose. And I get yes, people come is. in and ask me for advice all the time. And I'm like, listen, your mental health is more important than your firearms at this yeah, point. Right. Let's get help and we can address it. These are the doctors that work in our network. Listen, they're going to help you as best they can in a professional manner. But let's do it the right way. And then I get people who come to me who apply and they're like, I, you know, I had a problem when I was 17. But I'm 52 years old now. I'm married. I got three kids, two grandchildren, blah, 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 blah. My girlfriend broke up with me and I told my mom I said I was going to kill myself. And she called the cops and they put me overnight for observation in a hospital. It's the only time I've ever been in a hospital in my entire life. Now, if I go apply for a gun permit, I'm going to get rejected. So I will refer you to one of the lawyers, ANGRPC lawyers, you know, and uh, then they will refer you whether or not you're going to need a doctor's note. But do not lie on those forms. This is what's coming back to kick people's in the ass in front oh, yeah. of some of these judges. Absolutely. You know, and well, I, I was it. able to get my firearms ID card. I was able to get my pistol permit. Yeah, but now carry permit is being scrutinized a lot yeah. heavier, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. How much time do we have left, BB? We are pretty much winding up here. Okay, Sandy, uh, I have hemorrhage control classes. I have adult CPR AD classes. I have use of force classes. Real class, real PowerPoint, real instructors, real test at the end, 10 questions, and uh, real question and answer session. Of course, we're running the qualifications. We have walk-in days on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Three days, three time slots. Check it out on our site. We give you the use of force flyer. We do the qualifications here. Gun store is open and cooking baby baby cooking yeah, with gas sure is. So, it's beautiful too if you yeah you got to see there, it for the first time today it. oh yeah it was great. Uh, i'm so proud of uh, my staff and my people and everybody we're really off to a phenomenal start so uh, sandy want to tell us about guiding rains please if uh you are a veteran or a first responder and you are suffering from ptsd or a, a post-traumatic stress syndrome or stroke or anything like that any physical or uh or psychological rehabilitation of any kind and you feel that you need help but you're not really getting the kind of help i would urge you to go to guiding reins r-e-i-n-s dot org and check out what they have to offer it is absolutely free to you and to all of my veteran colleagues around the world i would ask you that if you have five dollars extra a month please please we are in desperate need to try to keep this program available because the Biden administration has cut it to the bone. There is no more funding coming from the Veterans Administration, and yet the program is still functioning right now thanks to the largesse of our listeners and um, mostly our listeners. We're keeping it afloat right now. It is an amazing program uh, where they're using equine therapy, equine assisted therapy in the future i'm going to be doing a little bit of a um uh, an interview with some of the vets who are in the program right now they're probably in like week six or seven most of them are listeners uh so hey guys how are you and i do know that the instructors and the therapists are listeners and we love you guys and the work that you're doing um and we hope to keep everything moving for you uh, please, it's Guiding Reins, R-E-I-N-S. If you've got two bucks, three bucks, anything can help every single month um, to, to just send in as a to keep the doors open and keep the program going. Uh, I would personally appreciate it so very, very much. You guys are the best. Uh, Anthony, that's all I've got to say about. Don't forget Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. 
You have family coming home for Thanksgiving. Christmas season shopping is starting now. People are going to the malls. You're going to need gifts and stuff. My book is $18.76. What tax? 20 bucks, you cheap bastards. Kindle, Amazon, <laughs> available here at the store or crimeproofbook.com. Over 30,000 copies have gone through here. And I, the feedback is tremendous. And you know, we've already saved a couple of people because I read their emails on the show. That's so right. please support those who support you. And with that, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available at the bookstore, gun store, gun range, uh, called Gun for Hire, which you actually got to see because it is a sweet deal. And I love a lot of the window shopping that I did today and have to go back and get me some. Uh, once my wife turns her back. And uh, <laughs> I am here in New Jersey, but next week I will be in Atlanta, Georgia. So, uh, God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out from uh, the shadows of the New York City skyline and the great state of Georgia next week, hopefully. We love you guys. See you next week. And I'm going to Carolina.